The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb that is the EP Podcast is here for you. On this program today, a brand new thing for kids from ages 5th grade through 8th grade, those that want to help the environment right here in Evergreen Park. We're going to have a beer that's a little spicy with John Branded Open Outcry. And in just moments, we will be joined by an Olympian from Team USA Hockey competing in the Winter Olympics, Abby Murphy is on this program today. It is all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Remember, when you open up a total access checking account, you get a $300 bonus, free ATMs nationwide. That means when you use an ATM somewhere and they charge you a fee for using it, the bank pays the fee. You get great mobile and online banking tools. Open online at bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP, $100 required to open, requirements to qualify, must use link to apply, member FDIC. We have a special treat on the EP podcast uh, this week, and it's awesome we're able to get any time with her. She is a busy, busy athlete from the University of Minnesota and she is a hometown girl from Evergreen Park just put on the U.S. Olympic hockey team Abby Murphy joins us right here on the EP podcast how are you Abby I'm doing great Chris how are you happy to be back on I'm so happy to have you on the last time we talked to you was down here at the nine foot homemade oak bar uh you know you the idea of the Olympics I think was a goal it was something you were hopeful for. It was something that you you felt like you could do, but it was still something that was off on the horizon, and there were an awful lot of hurdles to kind of jump over. And now we find out you're an Olympian. I mean, how did it feel when you found that out officially that you were going to go play for the U.S. of A.? Yeah, honestly, I didn't really know how to feel at first. I mean, it's a dream come true, uh, something I've been looking forward to since I was a little kid, since I started playing hockey, I mean, but... Just being there with my with my teammates and being able to do this with them, it's it's going to be an awesome time. So it's been a crazy ride. So what what was the process like? I know that it took a long time. I know that there was a point where I want to say six months or so, or, or even earlier than that, people had this idea that you were already on the team and you weren't you weren't exactly there yet. You were close. You were you were in the running. And then uh, they they decided to make their selections. Like how long is the process for somebody? who's up for an opportunity to be on an Olympic team to actually get selected onto the team. It seems to me like you go through a lot. Yeah, I mean, obviously it takes a while um, to get noticed. And then I made the world team, and that was a that was a big part, a big, a big uh, part for me. And I think that's kind of when it all started, uh, when they start to really look at you. But, I mean, it all really starts when residency is chosen um, in October. But even before that, like that tryout, um, it's pretty big. Yeah, you've you've tried out, I'm sure, for for teams before in your life, and you've always struck me as somebody who's super confident. 
You know, I mean, like when you sat down here, I was all, I was struck by it when you were on the show last time and you were sitting down, you were like, you know, you know that you have a talent like you're not you're 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 not pompous. You're humble, but, you know, you have a talent. Was that was that the most nerve wracking thing that you've you've gone through, like trying out for the Olympic team, knowing that you had this whole journey just to get to this point, And then it was time to actually go out there and, and show everybody what you had. Oh, gosh, yeah, it was the, probably the most most uh, nervous thing I've had to go through my whole life, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, it's, it's obviously been a long, probably, what, eight, seven, eight months. Um, but I made it, so couldn't be happier. I mean, wouldn't be here without a lot of people. So, I mean, this is just a start. Yeah, you're right at the you're right at the beginning of it, and and I'm wondering what it's like for you as one of the younger members now. I mean, you're you're brand new on this team. You're a young member on this team. There are people that are on this team that have played in multiple Olympics. Like, do you get starstruck on your own team? Do you do you, did you did you meet a couple of the 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 higher ups there on that team USA and go, wow, I can't believe I'm sharing the ice with them. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I still think about it every day. <laughs> like I'm friends with them now and it's just like, obviously I don't, they're my, the leaders on this team and I never take that for granted. I mean, they're, they're the best role models I can get. Kendall, Hillary, Decker. I mean, there's more than them, but it, it's huge. And for me to be a part of that and be a younger one learning from them, it's, it's important and they're paving way for me and I'm going to pave a way for the next generation to well, I would imagine that you, I mean, you pick their brains, right? I mean, like if I, like I, I would imagine if you end up on a team like that, you get to a point in practice, you go up next to them and you're just trying to learn something, right? Like, it's like, if I'm, if I'm next to them, if I'm working out with them, like I might pick something up, right? Oh yeah. All the time. But they'll pick, they'll pick on me too once in a while. Oh, you get the, you get the rookie hazing? I mean, not, not bad, but they'll mess around here and there, but it's, it's all fun and jokes, but we, we have fun. That's awesome. Uh, this whole trip now, I mean, I, you know, is this, is this like the whole family? They're going overseas now to go watch this. Are you prepared for the journey and the amount of time? And I mean, I, does the university of Minnesota basically tell you, Hey, you're an Olympian, just take, take a break because this is really important. How does this work? Yeah. So sadly there are no family and friends. There are no fans allowed anyone. So as heartbreaking that is, as that is, I, there did come a tear in my eye, and I did start to cry when I couldn't find out my family could not come, which is very heartbreaking because I wouldn't be here without them, and that's sad. But um, I know they'll be cheering me on out loud in, in, in my dad's garage, so um, it'll feel the same. But as far as Minnesota, I'm, I haven't been there all year. I just took a year off in general, So, but they've been ruined too, so... It's been an odd year, but yeah. Yeah, it's got to be a weird year. I mean, that's the other thing I, I'm curious about with you is that I think when we talked to you the last time here, it was probably a month and a half, two months before the pandemic hit. Like, that's how long it's been since we, we've we chatted. And you've gone through this whole thing where you're, you know, you've gone off to college. You're you're in the middle of, uh, you know, your tryouts for the Olympic team. You make the Olympic team. You're going over to the Olympics and you're doing it in maybe the weirdest times that uh, anybody who's alive right now has ever lived in. And it must be just, does it add to the stress? Does it add to the strain? I can imagine that um, when you look back on this one day, uh, of all the accomplishments you might have had so far and the ones you might have in the future, the fact that you're doing it during this time uh, may mean something because this is this had to be difficult, I would think. Yeah, it's honestly been a really tough year. Um, a lot of uncertainty that we go through, um, but 
we have one strong, strong team, and uh, I, there's no other group that I'd be rather doing this with. Um, every day we go to the rink, I mean, not knowing some things, but we still show up whether whether or not something bad's going to happen, something good. I mean, it's tough not knowing that, but um, it's going to happen, and we've all known it's been going on for, what, over two years now? <laughs> Things are going to get tough, but we, we, we get through them as a team, so it's nice. Let's talk about the team real quick before I let you go. Is this essentially like you're going to go through all these different games and you're going to work your way through the entire process and you're going to get yourself into the games in the Olympics and you're going to get seated and you're going to play and eventually I think everybody just expects it's U.S. versus Canada. Is it just U.S. versus Canada at the end here? Is that is it hard to not just look ahead and know that that's what's waiting at the end? Is there another team that also you guys are sitting around saying we got to keep an eye on them as well? Yeah, I think there always is. I mean, games games are different every time. You know, some people can have a really bad game, a good game. Finland always gives us a good game. Uh, Russia plays a different game, pretty aggressive. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think everyone in the end thinks it's going to be us in Canada. I mean, that's what that's what we plan to do too. So um, we'll see. Do you guys work on your uh, your trash talk with teams that speak other languages? Like, you know how to drop <laughs> some drop some Russian trash talk, or is that something they prepare you for? Uh, I haven't gotten any tips yet, no, but I'm sure sure the older girls will give me some. Well, Abby, look, we're super proud of you here. We think it's it's absolutely incredible. I, I want you to know that we'll be sitting here throughout the entire thing watching you on TV. I'll be wearing my Abby Murphy uh, signed uh, USA hockey jersey that you gave me. My my son, the hockey player, is hoping to play for Brother Rice here coming up in the fall. We'll have his Abby Murphy uh, game-used hockey stick that's uh, autographed, I'm sure, on hand while we're watching it. And I would imagine, as much as your father's upset that he will not be able to go overseas and watch you in person, he is going to be the king of Evergreen Park, I would imagine, during the Olympics, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, he is. I know he will be. Yeah, I know everyone at home will be cheering too. He has been nothing but great to me, and I, I owe it to everyone back home uh, rooting and cheering for me. I've heard nothing but great things from everyone, and I'm lucky to live in such a great town. So, go EP, right? Go EP, that's for sure. And, and Abby, look, we're all yeah. super proud of you. We, I, I think it's really cool that I could look at the roster for that team and see your name on there and see Evergreen Park, Illinois, in parentheses next to it. Like that's that's just that's all we have it. We have an Olympian. That's going to be in the Winter Olympics playing for Team USA in women's hockey. And I think that it's absolutely incredible. It's something that the entire village and the entire area can get behind. And we're all going to be rooting for you. And throughout the entire process, you ever feel like you just need a little taste of home. You just you just ring us up. We'll 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 get you on here. We'll we'll talk you through everything. We'll we'll, t- we'll I, you know what I'll do? I'll try to scout from home, Abby. I'll try to start watching some stuff. Maybe I can maybe I can throw you some t- some help. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. <laughs> Abby Murphy on the line. Thank you so much, Abby. Good luck to you. Thank you, Chris. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Leapforth Law. Larry Leapforth, a close personal friend of mine, has practiced law in the South Suburbs for decades. A former president of the Southwest Bar Association, licensed all throughout Illinois. Personal injury lawsuits, criminal defense, real estate, probate, corporate law. For justice, equality, and trust, reach out to Larry, 708-499-6300, or visit leadforthlaw.com. If you are listening to this episode the day it comes out on Monday, January 17th, 
Happy Martin Luther King Day. The Village Hall and Community Center are closed. They'll be open again on Tuesday. This is not a holiday for waste management, so your trash is going to get picked up on the regular day. Meanwhile, it might be a great week to get out and skate at the Dan Capuano Ice Rink. Remember, open skate is 5 bucks for residents, $6 if you're outside of Evergreen Park. If you're an adult, add a buck to the cost. Hockey, $7 for residents, 8 bucks if you're a non-resident. Adult, add a dollar. And on MLK Day, 2 to 6 p.m., open skate outside, 6 to 8 p.m., rat hockey. You can get a complete listing of all the hours at evergreenpark-ill.com or call the Recreation Department directly at 708-229-3373. The Village of Evergreen Park is now allowing you to text your village. Forget calling them. Anytime you want to send a message off, all you have to do is text the Village of Evergreen Park, 708-741-1711. I can't wait to loop the village into my fantasy football text strings. Don't forget there are all kinds of winter programs being put on by the Recreation Department and the entire list is up at evergreenpark-ill.com. Sessions that are starting towards the back end of January and some of them that don't even start until March, but you can sign up right now. They have things for adults and tots like soccer and t-ball. There are sign-ups going on right now for a spring soccer league that kicks off on April the 23rd. There's also t-ball training, taekwondo, tumbling, volleyball, developmental basketball leagues, arts and crafts, Irish dance, Here's one for you. I think this is great. Ages 5 to 12 can learn magic on February the 4th at 5 p.m. for 20 bucks, and they get a magic kit to take home. There is a ton to do. Like I said, check out the entire online booklet at evergreenpark-ill.com. That's your EP Podcast word on the street, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know all about Family Waterproofing Solutions. They do incredible, highly rated, award-winning work all across the Chicagoland area. And now Family Waterproofing Solutions is hosting an installer job fair. That's right, Saturday, February the 26th from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. in Evergreen Park. You can find out what they do, why they do it, and all the services they provide. If you're looking to change careers or start a new one, If you're already experienced in the field and looking for a fresh start, join them. Excellent benefit packages are available. Just bring your valid driver's license Saturday, February 26th to Family Waterproofing Solutions, 3328 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Learn more about what a difference a family makes at FamilyDry.com. So I don't know if you've heard about it. I just came across this in the past week or so. Something called Roots and Shoots. It's going to be over at the Barn and 50 Acre Park. It's going to be for kids from 5th to 8th grade. And Lisa Rank is one of the organizers. She joins me on the line right now. How are you, Lisa? I'm great, Chris. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm happy to be back in the saddle again. And I'm surprised that I'm talking about being green in the environment when it's January. Like, January is, like, not the time that I feel very much, like, environmental like it's not really green uh if there isn't snow on the ground normally the grass is like brown you know we're not talking about spring and new things budding but you guys have something going on right now tell me a little bit about roots and shoots yeah so the roots and shoots organization was actually started by uh jane goodall and she noticed that the best way to promote caring about our environment caring about people caring about animals 
is to start with the kids. And so that's what we're going to do in Evergreen Park. And any place can start a Roots and Shoots organization. Um, and the kids are the leaders. Um, uh, I'm going to facilitate it. And um, one of my friends, Anna Javier Itapa, she's an incredible um, asset to Evergreen Park. And she's done community work before. She's, she's volunteering with me. And we're going to uh, just get the kids in and give them the reins. Ask them what they want. What what what's great things about Evergreen Park when it comes to animals, people, and the environment, and where are places that we can step in and make a positive change? Well, it looks like every Thursday from 6 to 7 over at the barn, 91st and Rockwell, 5th to 8th graders, and it kicks off on the 27th of this month and runs all the way through the middle of May. So while they're doing this, what are they talking about? I mean, are you are you planting trees? I know the mayor is doing this big tree planting initiative. Are you coming up with environmental ideas to try to propose to kind of enact? Are you doing experiments? Like what will the kids be doing when they're when they're hanging out with you? They're going to learn about Jane Goodall and her mission the first week. And then after that, we're going to ask them. We're going to map out the, the Evergreen Park community and where what the great things we have, and then they get to decide the project. So, you know, I have a few ideas. We have great, like the bat population eats the mosquitoes that can carry West Nile, so maybe we can build bat boxes. Or we have coyotes that that live in Evergreen Park, so how can we um, learn about the best way to keep our our pets safe and, and human-coyote interactions? There's some great wetlands and make sure that they, in Evergreen Park, and make sure they don't have any invasive species. Or maybe we can pair up with a nonprofit and create content for their Facebook page. Like the sky's the limit. The kids are the ones who are in charge. And um, I'm just going to see they're going to get great leadership skills. They're going to ask the community for help if they need it. And I'm just there to watch how, how it all unfolds. See, uh, the moment you said bat boxes, I imagine we're going to have more bats moving in Evergreen Park. And then I was like, we're going to have more bats. That means maybe we get Batman. And I think that's awesome. So I'm behind everything that you're doing right now. But in in all seriousness, the fact that you're having it over at the barn and the animals are there, is there a little bit extra you can do in terms of talking to the kids about the environment, kind of getting their brains working, having them kind of come up with ideas and projects that they want to do because they have the live animals over there? Yes. Yes. So we'll definitely be talking about the animals and, you know, we can talk about animal enrichment and maybe even animal training and not that we would do that like at that time, but we would, you know, we discuss all of that. And then, you know, it's such a great park. So if I can be outside, I'm going to be outside and we can, and we can walk in, in that area and sit in nature and talk about, about what we can do. Now this is free to students. It looks like there's a cap yeah. on this. You get to, you're, you're taking up the 20. So you want people to sign up and signups are running through the 20th of January. So get on it because this week, this thing's, this thing's over. 3450 West 97th Street is the youth department room 105. Go sign up over there or give a call to 708-229-3377. And like I said, fifth to eighth graders. Uh, is this a first time thing? Like I, I haven't heard of this before. Is this an experiment? Are you excited, nervous? How are you feeling as you're getting ready to try this Roots and Shoots? I am so excited. I have been um, wanting to start this for a while now and trying to figure out what the best, where the best location would be for it. And, and um, it's all coming together. So I've, I've listened to Jane Goodall talk twice and um, I'm very passionate about, about the mission about animals. And I'm so happy that, that Evergreen Park is, is on board and, 
there's a lot of interest in it, and I'm uh, and I'm hoping that this is going to be a yearly program. So hopefully, some of the kids, if they start in fifth grade, I get them all the way through eighth. And then if there's anybody else who wants to start a chapter, let me know because I can um, I can set you up with that. That's awesome. It's Thursday, 6 to 7 p.m. It's just an hour for the kids. Sign up now at the Youth Department, 708-229-3377. And remember, you can check out more about Roots and Shoots at rootsandshoots.org. Lisa Rank, thanks so much for jumping on the EP podcast. You guys have anything coming up? Uh, if you got some kind of cool experiment, if at some point these kids come up with some sort of environmental initiative for Evergreen Park and you need me and my big mouth and I can help in some way here through the podcast, please let me know. Thank you. Yes. And then they can learn leadership skills and, and um, public speaking by talking to you and interviewing and putting the kids on the podcast. Hey, they're, they're going to do all the work, not me. <laughs> <laughs> listening to the EP podcast and this is your shop local spotlight for the week. Grinders Training Academy is located at 10200 South Kedzie Avenue. They are a youth sports training facility with conditioning fitness classes for all levels, kids and adults, and they provide a safe, clean and structured environment for student athletes to train for their sports of interest. They provide private coaching as well and coaches can rent their facilities. Learn all that they have to offer and contact them at grindersacademy.com. That's grinders with a Z, academy.com. And locally, if you're looking for a tow, 24-7, 365, Dreamers Towing and Recovery is there for you. Dreamers out of Evergreen Park will also buy your junk cars from you. Put this number in your phone. You never know when you're going to need it. 773-410-4549 to contact Tony at Dreamers Towing and Recovery. And speaking of shopping local, I finally got out with the people for the first time in a couple of weeks after my bout with COVID-19. If you listened to last week's show, you heard me sit down with Dr. David Beckman, another local business, a local practice here in Evergreen Park. And he answered an awful lot of questions, and I think he put a lot of people's minds at ease about a lot of the fear and a lot of the unknowns right now. But one of the things that we talked about on that show, and it was really interesting, I talked about these Vax cards. You know, the mayor of Chicago, I didn't elect her. You didn't either. We're in Evergreen Park for crying out loud. Yet somehow she makes a rule, the county backs her up. So all of a sudden now, whatever she comes up with, it falls upon us and it falls upon our local businesses. And I talked to a lot of business owners this week, if you're curious about this. I thought this was really interesting. Some of them work with me on other podcasts on the network. Some of them don't. But every opportunity I had to talk to a business owner that is required to ask for a vaccine card, I kept getting pretty much the same thing back. It's killing them. The moment a bar or restaurant is perceived to be asking for a vaccine card, it seems to be cutting into the amount of people that are showing up there at their place. And I keep hearing the same theory. Most of the people that were going out over the last couple of years were people that were not as nervous about COVID. A lot of those people are vaxxed. It's not an anti-vax thing. It's more of the fact that they're vaxxed, they've been out for the last two years, and they don't believe in the idea that the vaccine card does anything. They're angry about being asked for their card. And I get it because, as the doctor said on the show last week, the vax can still spread it and the vax can still get it, so the card really doesn't do anything. So the problem is the moment that it's perceived that they're going to ask for your card, those places are losing business. In fact, some of them, and I tested this out, some of them you can walk in there. They may have a sign. They may even ask you for it. And if you say, I don't want to show it, they go, okay. It's like they're going through the motions. It is such a weird time to be out. 
And it's not normal, folks. I mean, like, this is not the way the rest of the country is living. Like, this is an abnormality. The majority of the country, the majority of the states that surround us, the majority of the counties that surround us are very different than this. And all I keep hearing is, I hope this is over soon because it's killing my business. And I get it too, because I don't go in the places that ask for cards either. I have a card. I believe in vaccines. I can't bring myself to do it. There's just something wrong about it. And if you think I'm crazy, over the weekend, the Salt Lake City Tribune published an opinion piece saying that the National Guard should be checking people and all of their vax cards for anything they do. They should be in the streets actually checking them. I'm really hoping this is the last part of the crazy. Like it's like the crazy bubble and then it's going to burst and then it'll be gone. Hopefully. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. So after being unable to go anywhere for the last couple of weeks, I walked out the door today and I said, there's one place that I want to be. There's one place that I missed more than anything over the last couple of weeks. And it was sitting down with John Brand at Open Outcry. How are you, buddy? I'm good, buddy. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know what? It, uh, it, it was probably necessary for my liver to get a little bit of a break, you know, with all the beer tastings and the, you know, I went on the, I went on the bourbon trail recently and stuff like that. It was probably, it was probably meant to be that I couldn't have a sip of, of the good stuff for a while. Well, it didn't take much effort to get your sea legs back because in the 15 minutes you've been sitting here, I think you're through their first beer and a half. So yeah. you must have been pretty thirsty. Yeah, yeah, pretty thirsty, pretty thirsty. I'm even enjoying this one here. Uh, I, we got lots I want to talk to you about here. And, and it's a beautiful here, as always, at Open Outcry. There's so much going on. But you have another one of your spicy beers. Okay, tell me, tell me a little bit about this one. You got another one that's got like a pepper in it, jalapeno, something along those lines. And normally these things make me recoil. And why I like this one is that I'm drinking it. Like normally you give it to me in like a small sample. I try it and I go, I, I don't like these. These are not my thing. I, I get it. I get the heat. I know people like them. But this one here, I'm drinking it out of a pint glass and I'm perfectly happy. I, I love this one. The, the, the pepper inspired beers here, I think we've talked about this on your show before. It's been a little bit of a surprise. Will, our head brewer Will, does a really nice job of introducing peppers to our beer, but he does it in a very subtle way. And it's been one of those beers that sort of took a life on of, it, on of its own. And guests are asking for Will's Pepper beers all the time. So because people keep asking for them, we keep doing them. This is the Phillips, which is one of our hazy pails. Um, it, it, I think this is the fourth or fifth time Will's done the Phillips. What kind of pepper is it? it it's, just a, it's just a regular chili pepper, but not a lot. Subtle chili peppers, and you, when you drink it, you're getting that heat a little bit in the back of the throat. That's why I like it, because it's subtle. It's because subtle. I can feel the heat, but I I like it because it's not overpowering. It's not overpowering. 
uh, that heat complements well with all those citrus notes in the Phillips, which is a hazy IPA. The hops Will's using it is imparting a lot of, uh, you know, tangerine and orange peel type notes to that particular beer. And that heat, I don't know, it gives it a nice little yin and yang dynamic in it. And um, people like it, so we keep making them. So the other day, I get a buddy of mine, sends me a text, and he goes, they're still delivering over there at uh, Open Outcry, right? Because he was going to order some beer and some pizzas. And I'm like, yeah, I think I think they're they're still doing it. And it, I had no idea that you guys had like paused that, but it's back now because I saw that very same day. It was like you and I somehow in some sort of telepathic connection. I saw an, an Instagram video of a guy getting ready to run out and do delivery. He looked like super delivery boy over there. You, yeah. you, you brought on a guy and he's very intense. He's ready to go and he's going to bring beer and pizza everywhere. So the delivery is back right now at Open Outcry. It's back. During the pandemic, uh, delivery of, of, of our food and our beer directly to our customers' homes was what got us through. When things started to open up again at the beginning of 2021, I think we, I think we discontinued delivery in late spring. Uh, well, uh, you know, with the latest uptick in cases and, and the new variants and, and folks definitely, the, the feedback we're getting from customers is they're a little leery. Some people are a little leery about going out right now. So we said, what the hell, let's bring it back. So we restarted delivery this week and um, promoting promoting it and the phone started ringing again. So uh, I'm just happy people want our beer and our pizza and that they're willing to have us bring it to their house. Uh, so yeah, we started this week. Well, listen, I'm not afraid of coming out here. First of all, because of the fact I'm vaxxed and I've already had it. So now at this point, I'm pretty much invincible. Like I can run around, I can lick it like a lamppost and I'm gonna be totally fine at this point. I'm, I've got so many antibodies in me right now. They, they could use me like the little monkey from Outbreak to make to make medicine, I believe at this point. Do you remember when you were a kid and your, let's say your cousin got chicken pox and your mom's like, Get in the car. Go get the chicken box. Yeah, get in the car. We're going over to Uncle. We're going over to Uncle, Uncle Ralph and Kathy's house, and you're gonna play with Chris because Chris got chicken pox. Uh, is that the same thing now? I think we're gonna get there at some point. I, I've been I've been saying that. I know it drives some people nuts, but I've been saying that like at some point it's gonna be like yeah, just just go get the Rona and when you're young because you'll be fine and let's just move on. But I, I, we're gonna get there, I believe. I'm going out, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, really getting out this month. People are nuts, first of all. Have you heard about this this ridiculous thing, this this dry January thing that these these children are doing, These this younger generation? They don't drink in the month of January? I don't understand dry January. What is the point of dry January? I, people have New Year's resolutions and they get about to the maybe the second week of January and then I'll see on their Facebook post that they're going to participate in dry January and then three days later they show up in here and drink drinking <laughs> beer anyway. So... Um, <laughs> Listen, if you are in, if you are participating in dry January, stop it. <laughs> Get some help. You're not doing it. You're not doing any good for anybody. You're not doing any good for yourself. You're not doing good for others. Like you know, I get that you needed a break after you you, you went crazy on New Year's Eve. But the whole month, you're going to deny yourself this delicious pepper beer and and the other things that are on the on tap over here at Open Outcry for a month. Hey, think about think about your local bars, your restaurants, your servers, and your bartenders. They still got to make their rent. So try January is not. Just think through it before you really commit to this thing. And maybe you come over to Open Outcry and check out the cabins. I was curious how those were going because, you know, we got to do one last year with you. We had a blast doing it. You got four new ones that are up there right now. 
take me through what's up there. I know this year, all you're basically doing is just getting a reservation and reserving that you're going to be there. It's not like you're putting a bunch of money up front like we did last year. So, so you could just pick a spot and be like, I'm going to party there. And you've got the automated thing where people can order over their phone. The waitress is coming upstairs. It's heated. It seems to me like it's a no-brainer if you're looking for something to do for the evening and you want to have like a really cool room to hang out in to go try one of the cabins. So take me through the four cabins that are up there. Just like in the years past, we've, we've partnered up with local businesses and organizations to do some cross-promotional efforts. Uh, the four businesses this year that have, have, have decorated uh, each of the cabins and uh, that we're working with is City Grange, which is a nursery located on 99th in Walden Parkway. Nursery, they, you know, they sell really nice flowers and home goods and things like that. Uh, we partnered with um, Aaron's Farm. Aaron's Farm is an animal sanctuary uh, located in northwest Indiana. They do a lot of good advocacy work for uh, the health and safety of animals. We partnered with them. Aaron's Farm, of course, Lisa Rink on this week's show works over at Aaron's Farm. Look at the synergy of this episode. No kidding. Yeah. So, so you, so you interviewed them, and you know what all the good things that they're doing over there. Yeah, well, I know all about Aaron's Farm. They've been on before. She's doing a new thing now uh, with the village uh, at Fifty Acre Park, where they're teaching kids from fifth to eighth grade about uh, taking care of the environment and doing environmental projects. Synergy, and and, and Aaron, Aaron who founded Aaron's Farm. She's, she uh, grew up in Beverly, so she's got ties here locally as well. Another one of the cabins is decorated as a, uh, for, for, this is for the kids. Um, it's decorated like a, an, an, an enchanted Disney forest. For the kids or for the dads who need to get their daughters into the enchanted forest right. so they can have beer, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that was, that was uh, sponsored and decorated by a company called Windy City Wishes. Windy City Wishes actually was founded by a former employee of ours and you can call them up and if your seven-year-old daughter wants to have a princess party she shows up in disney characters and helps uh helps uh and sings and dances at the party and the fourth cabin is uh was sponsored and decorated by these the special children's charities special olympics of chicago uh, these are the folks that put on the polar plunge each year uh, and they came and decorated the cabin in a, a, a polar bear polar plunge arctic theme um and uh uh, that is an organization that gets a lot of support in this community because Alderman O'Shea is involved with the Polar Plunge as well. So uh, Alderman O'Shea introduced us to those folks, and they came and decorated a cabin as well. So do you have a favorite? Is there one up there that you sit there and you go, that's, that's my favorite? Or are they all your babies, and they're all equally important, and you don't want to tell me which one's your favorite? I'm not going to tell you which one's my favorite. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But Well, open outcry. Make sure you check it out. They're down at 109th and Western. They've got the rooftop with the cabins that are up on top of it. They've got the incredible indoor bar with the, the swing seats that they have there. They have the menu that is absolutely one of the best on the south side. And, of course, they've got John Brand here who's constantly coming up with something new. you got delivery. you got cabins. I mean, at this point when we sit down, there's no way I'm not going to miss something that you're doing over here. That's how busy you are. Do you ever get tired? I need a nap, bud. Yeah, I think you do need a nap. How do I? I look like I need a nap, too. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, 
It's gonna be a good one Noodle's Basement Broadcast Basement Noodle's Basement The Broad Basement Slancha The EP Podcast Heard everywhere podcasts can be found And always at the eppodcast.com